Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Welcome back, Mastercasters, and today is the third Mastercast here on Master of None, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day, and wow, what a journey it has been of content creation, being consistent, and making podcasts. For me, I'm at day 240 240 days consistent podcast posting. I have taken a few breaks, but I've done podcasts and I'm posting them still on those days. So I can't say like consecutively I've done a podcast recording every day, but I've done a podcast and posted it every day. So do it with you will with that. I don't think it even really matters. Um, But whenever we get into this process today, it's really about understanding the strategy of content, content creation. I swear it's like, you know, whenever you peel back the layers and understand what content really is, I think it opens up to a lot of different levels of what is possible, what can be done. So for today's podcast, I'm going to be going over the two episodes, just talking over them, I did with Evan Slaughter and Chris Kafferlin. Kafferlin. Um, If you haven't heard those podcasts, go back and listen to them. They're really, really good. Um, and each one of them kind of have a very unique approach to content creation, which I think is very interesting and very helpful. And today, I'll just be talking to those points, going over it, and going from there. So whenever we get into the content creation, it's so funny. Like, I I just, I used to have this theory that it's like, if you just consistently create content, something will happen. And yes, it will. It's like, you think you're going to build followers and get people listening and going from there. But for some weird reason, I embarked on this podcasting um this podcasting journey and it's been a journey for sure i think i've learned a lot but i think probably a lot of information has kind of come to for to head for me and what i mean when i say that is whenever we look at the two interviews i did with uh evan slaughter and chris clafrican um we can look at both their content styles what they do and in their success level so I'll go ahead and start with Evan. If you haven't followed Evan, go check out his videos. He's on Fit to Serve, and he has a really unique perspective. I think whenever you kind of get Evan's content, you kind of you get the joke immediately, right? He's telling you visually what's going on. He's setting up the frame, and what's really interesting is he's not doing all. He doesn't have a lot of props. It's him with his shirt off the majority of the time in a field. All right. And I'm going to go ahead and just play like one little bit so you guys can hear it if you don't follow it. So you understand what I mean. Going, man. Take it around town. Explore the space. Really get it going. Here we go. I just decided that I had to get serious about my body, you know? Yeah, with the 16 8 ratio, you know, you don't notice you. All right. That's just kind of the audio so you can get a feel for it if you haven't followed him. But. The point is, is he is using his body and he's using a unique kind of approach. And I think he's a genius. And he's in what happened is goes to a story, but long story short, he kind of 
wanted to transition into content creation. He started making videos, always having fun with it, learning from it. And he, and he seems to have this natural ability to just know what's funny and what people are going to like. And he does it through storytelling. And I think what's really interesting about his content perspective is he's it's he's keeping it relatively simple it's like within the interview i talked to him he doesn't have a whole team behind him he kind of has a vision for what he wants to do and he'll go through daily and he'll create those videos and he'll hit on a different different themes and what's so interesting about workout or personal development or whatever you want to call it um is he's hitting different sides of the coin he has a crossfit video which is pretty hilarious he has a bjj video he has pickleball, which is where his affiliated sponsors are coming from, and that is Valera. And he talks about it within the the interview I did, and he's breaking down how, because of that affiliated marketing um, relationship, he's able to build out, and he's good for the next two years, and he can generate content, and he has all creative direction. So, what he's been able to do in a short period of time is identify his voice, right? Understand where he sits in the market be consistent he's had consistent hits right he's had consistent views you know and he is also leveraged a very strong entrepreneurial side of the house and he talks a little bit about that in the interview talking about how he um he, you know his father and his brother help him with contracting and go from there but for me it's someone who knew what they wanted they kind of had an understanding they wanted to make people laugh and they wanted to generate content, and he's done it, and he's successful. And that is not easy to do, you know, and I think a lot of credit has to go to him because he's kind of been able to understand that and identify it. He's also a humble and great guy. I mean, talking to him was easy, and I was able to connect with him really quickly because he's from Alabama and me being from Arkansas. You know, we have that southern camaraderie there, and I think I think what makes Evan so so good at what he does is he enjoys it. He is keeping um, an open mind. He is he is focusing on the fitness aspect, but he's also allowing for whatever happens to happen. You know, whenever you look at the affiliated marketing deal he got as a result, the pickleball, you know, he made one video with pickleball, they reached out to him, and he was able to show kind of how he's been able to do so well with the millions of views from his videos on TikTok, both in Instagram, and he's diversified his accounts. He tells says, he gets as many views on TikTok as he could on Instagram. So he's really done like what you would want to do. And I think for me, that's probably what's really interesting about him. And I mean, other than, you know, the guy's an amazing story on top of that. I mean, he was an Afghani vet, Purple Heart, overcame opioids addictions. And, you know, I just, I, just, I can't say enough about the guy. But I think the lessons to learn from him is if you are generating content, the first thing you have to do is be true to your voice. Understand where you sit in terms of what people could get from you. You know, and, and how you could do that is think back to school whenever you're sitting in classrooms and if you did interact with people, what did they what did they get from you? Or what were you giving? And I mean like were you the class clown? Were you the smart one? Were you helping people understand things better? Were you working with the teacher? Like and that kind of allows you to understand how you sit in a group of people. Because whenever you understand how you sit in a group of people, that's where you can build content from. And whenever you're building content, there, there's variables that you have to hit, right? Is it is it teaching somebody something? Is it entertaining them? Is it scaring them? Are you um, using sex to sell? Like Those are all different indicators that we hit on whenever we're absorbing 
these videos. With Evan, it's funny, and he's very confident with his information. And when you talk to him, he knows what his messaging is, and he knows he's using kind of his body. You know, we talked about it, about how he has some issues and he wants to get in shape. But I asked this question, like, what is his biggest fear? And he did say one of his biggest fears is getting in shape and not being able to generate the content anymore. So he's kind of at this point where, like, his his body is a plus because people can laugh at it, he can laugh at it, and he enjoys that process, but he understands, hey, this is helping me, you know, make money and get better. So in a nutshell, like, that kind of gives you the Evan, the Evan insight of, of content creation. I think staying true to yourself, being consistent, and having fun. Then we switch over to... The Chris Claffin interview where, you know, I can play a video for you to just kind of understand how his content works. TikTok's congressional hearing last week has highlighted a massive problem in the way that Americans consume their news. And the issue is most of what you and I consume through the mainstream media is flat out propaganda. And that's him talking about the TikTok ban. And we talked about it more in the episode last week. But man, this guy, I mean, what an amazing content creator. And the thing about Chris Claflin is he is unique in his style. So when you think about him, he's actually helping people generate content. He's helped businesses before. Um, and a little bit about him is, you know, he thought he was going to be a director. He did some software development and he got into con- content creation. He's able to really establish his voice and storytelling. And just going over his TikTok is just going over his TikTok is really interesting because he just has so many different levels of videos that talks about the TikTok ban, but there's more talking about his life. You know, we talked about in the episode, he's actually related to Isaac Newton. I mean, just a really interesting dude, but he has a very systematic approach to content creation. If you look at Evan, Evan knew what he wanted to do. Chris has actually developed systems to understand what will hit and what does well based on video, expression, and, and, and really talking. And I think whenever I spoke with um, Chris, what really stood out to me is just he's kind of like, I like I want to call him like a like a guru or like a genius of content creation because he can help videos actually go viral because he understands the formula. He understands how to get people engaged and he's really focusing on it and putting time into it using psychology. If you look at his hooks, you know, he'll be like, you know, and he talked and the advice he gave me, which I thought was really good advice was he's like, you know, maybe you should create 10 videos, you know, use different themes and within those 10 videos, sketch them out. Figure out what you're going to say, put them on TikTok and see what does well, creating a visual kind of aspect of it. And if you look at that video where you're listening to Chris just now, you can tell he has music going, he's setting a tone with the voice, and it's so consistent. I think it's dialed in. He's really working those aspects of it. And I think what Chris has kind of told me and taught me about content creation, and if you're doing podcasting or videoing or YouTubing, they're all gonna they're all gonna eventually mesh where the best podcasters are probably gonna have the best online content creation and they're gonna work. I mean, if you look at Jake Paul, for example, you know, I'm not gonna say he's like the, the, the best podcast, but he has a good podcast, he has good content creation, and you would say that his podcast and they're both driving one another. So that seems to be where it's going. But what Chris has really been able to really, I think, do is highlight the fact that you have to find your voice. You have to find the right studio and kind of equipment. So if you look at his videos, he has done some outside of it. He has done some um, on his phone, but he also is in his studio with his camera equipment and he's working through the recording. 
And I think what's interesting about him is he cut his teeth on helping companies get content videos out on social media. You know, he has a very strong entrepreneurial spirit. And, you know, by the time he made his seventh video, I think he said is that's when it went viral, is he had the understanding of how to do it based on the companies he's helped before. So what's really important is understanding, like, can I make a video go viral? And can it sustain virability? Is that a word? And both these guys have done it. One has doubled down on his voice, Evan. And then you have Chris, who's really identified different levels of understanding his content. And his content has range. And I feel like he is kind of a master of none, a jack of all trades within his content because he's creating different information. And I think on the podcast, what was really interesting about him is we kind of broke down content creation almost as making music. And you can understand that if you think about a song, if you write a song or listen to a song, you might be like, so-and-so sounds like so-and-so. Like, this band sounds like this band. Um, And that's not for nothing. It's like, in a lot of ways, if you look at how the Beatles influenced music, they were influenced by blues. They got influenced from it, and they used that sound to create different music. I think content creation is a lot like that. And you're using different content creators' methods. And... One suggestion he had for people just starting out or just trying to understand where the voice sits within content creation is, in fact, copying other people's styles. Do not post it. Do not profit off other people's styles, but seeing how you match up with it and then taking that and then understanding what you need to implement and change. And he's really looking at content creation through a process of elimination, understanding what you need to do. And I think people want to look at like being motivated to create. I think what happens is true content creation isn't really brought on by consistent motivation. It's really brought on by the sin of, hey, I'm just going to create this and see what happens. And then you can get motivated once you're super consistent. But if you post a video on Monday and then you don't post another video for two months, nothing's going to happen. Within the this this aspect of analysis through paralysis, people sometimes can get stuck. And you have to really do content creation, but you have to have a theme or understanding of what the audience could potentially want to hear from it. And I think that's where me as a content creator with podcasting is I didn't really take that as seriously as I should in the beginning. And I generated a lot of podcasts, not ever thinking who's going to listen to this. And I can tell you who listened to it. Nobody. And the minute I started generating podcasts kind of to provide analysis understanding and identifying a topic that people might want to learn about. Because if I think about my skill sets as a whole, it's being able to break down large pieces of information so people can understand it relatively quickly. I would say that's something I've tried to do on Master of None within the podcast. It kind of changed. Now I've had an uptick in listens and downloads. So the point I'm trying to make is, you know, finding your voice, but creating a method for yourself to understand what videos will hit is really, really important. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this Mastercast, and we will get back to you tomorrow for regular programming.